So we all live in the real world and occasionally need to use baby media. So is there anything parents can do to enhance learning? What may matter more than anything for young children may be what parents are doing while their children watch a screen. Hi everyone, welcome to the Parenting Translator Newsletter. I'm Dr. Kara Goodwin, and today I'm going to be talking about Miss Rachel and other baby TV shows. So Miss Rachel has become a household name for nearly every parent with a baby or toddler. Her YouTube channel, Songs for Littles, has over 2.6 million subscribers, and her videos have hundreds of millions of views. The woman behind Miss Rachel is Rachel Griffin Accurso. She's a preschool teacher and a mother living in New York City and her husband is a Broadway composer who helps to produce her YouTube channel. As she explained in a recent interview on the Today Show, she started the YouTube channel because her son did not speak his first words until nearly three years old, and she couldn't find a television show that targeted language development to help him. Her website claims that her videos help children learn to talk, learn letters, numbers, colors, animal sounds, and more. And on her website, she states that her team works with speech-language pathologists to provide speech practice techniques on video for toddlers. And she even has a quote from a speech language pathologist saying she quote unquote uses all the right techniques. But Miss Rachel isn't alone in creating educational shows for babies on YouTube. Um, There's a channel called Little Baby Bum that has over 40 million subscribers and claims to support cognitive development in its show description. There's another similar channel called Super Simple Songs, and that has 37 million subscribers, and is described as being created by a team of educators. There's another one, Hey Sensory Bear, that has 1.4 million subscribers and seems geared towards very young babies as it features black and white and contrasting colors, which are known to hold the attention of newborns. So is the marketing on these shows accurate? Can babies actually learn from a TV show? So first... There hasn't been any published research on Miss Rachel's show specifically, or really any of these recent trends in baby shows. Research is very slow, and it can take years to catch up with popular trends. However, we do have a very large body of research on baby media, that is media designed for infants and toddlers. Most notably, there was a popular DVD series in the 90s and early 2000s referred to as Baby Einstein which claimed to be educational and advance the development of infants and toddlers. Interestingly, the Baby Einstein series is really oddly similar to Miss Rachel's YouTube channel. Just like Miss Rachel, it was founded by a woman who was a mother and a teacher and was hoping to boost her own child's development. Both shows involve music, a slow pace, labeling of objects, sign language, and puppets. And both have claims of teaching toddlers and infants through their videos with many endorsements and testimonials from parents on their websites that seem to back up these claims. Finally, just like Miss Rachel, Baby Einstein was wildly popular at the time. The Kaiser Family Foundation even reported in 2003 that 32% of families with babies in the United States owned a Baby Einstein DVD. But in 2007, a research study was published that raised serious doubts about Baby Einstein and other types of quote-unquote baby media. This study reported that for every hour of baby media, such as baby Einstein, an infant from 8 to 16 months watches, 
the child knows six to eight fewer words. This effect was very significant with each hour of baby media being associated with a 17 point decrease on the language measure they used. For comparison, reading to your child every day was associated only with a seven point increase. However, this study was only correlational and a more recent reanalysis of the data questioned the accuracy of these findings. But several experimental studies followed up on this to directly examine the impact of baby Einstein and baby media. First, a study examined learning in 12 to 15 month infants after watching, regularly watching baby Einstein. This study focused on the baby Einstein, baby Wordsworth DVD. This DVD was designed to teach babies language by presenting objects and labeling them with a voiceover, as well as showing the word in American Sign Language. The 12 to 15 month old children in the study watched the video 15 times over six weeks. And the researchers found that the infants who watched the video did not show any language learning from watching the video. That is, they found no difference between the group that was randomly assigned to watch the video and the group that did not watch the video at all. A follow-up study combined the sample with a group of older children. So they looked at children from 12 to 25 months. And they found that no evidence, again, of even children up to 25 months learning from the DVD. The researchers also found that the age at which a child first watched a baby Einstein video was related to a lower overall language score, while the age at which they first watched any DVD was unrelated to language. However, these findings are correlational, meaning that watching baby Einstein videos was simply associated with a lower language score, and we don't have any evidence that watching these videos actually causes lower scores. A study from a different research group also backed up these findings. They compared learning from baby Einstein videos to learning from real-life interactions with parents in 12 to 18-month-old children. In this study, the children watched the video several times a week for four weeks, and they compared watching the video alone to watching the video with a parent to not watching the video and the parent being asked to teach the words from the video during normal interactions. And they found that the children who watched the video, even those who watched it with their parents, did not learn any words from the video. However, in the condition where parents were instructed to teach the words over the course of normal interactions, the children did learn the words. And interestingly, from the study, they found that parents were not great reporters of their children's learning. So some parents reported that their children learned a lot of words, but in actuality, their performance was no better after watching the video. Instead, the parents' belief about how much their children learned was related to their liking of the video. Parents who liked the video were more likely to think their children learned a lot. Interestingly, the Walt Disney Company, which bought Baby Einstein in 2001, was asked by the Federal Trade Commission to remove the word educational from their marketing. And then Disney issued a refund policy for all videos bought between 2004 and 2009 based on this research. To parents at the time, this seemed like an acknowledgement that the videos actually were not educational for babies. Okay, you might be thinking at this point. So Baby Einstein is just one show. How do we know that babies can't learn from any type of baby media? A long line of research has consistently found that infants and toddlers do not learn as well from video as from real life interactions. This phenomenon is referred to as the video deficit. A classic example of this is research showing that children who exposed 
to um, Mandarin Chinese through one of three methods, a live speaker, the same speaker on a video or an audio recording. The infants showed no evidence of learning from either the video or audio recording, but only from the live speaker. The video deficit occurs for both language learning and other types of learning. For example, a two-year-old child cannot find an object in a room after they watch an experiment or hide it on live video, but they can easily find the object when they watch the experiment or hide it in real life. The video deficit seems to last until about age three, although it gradually becomes less severe with age. In terms of language learning, research finds that children younger than 36 months show no evidence of learning new words from video alone. This occurs even when the speaker seems to be responsive to the child, such as saying their name and waiting for the child to pay attention before speaking and pausing if they become distracted. So parents at this point who are big fans of Miss Rachel might be thinking, okay, but Miss Rachel is different than these other baby shows. She talks directly to the children. She uses more interactive strategies. And I think most experts would agree that Miss Rachel uses a lot of techniques that we know enhance language learning during real life interactions. And these include parentese, which is the slightly annoying voice that we all naturally use to talk to babies, gestures, so pointing and hand movement, pausing to allow responses, and social referencing, which means using eye movements and gestures to show what you're referring to. However, we do not have sufficient evidence that these strategies work on video. And the research we do have suggests that these strategies may not be enough to help children overcome the video deficit. For example, research suggests that strategies Miss Rachel uses, such as making eye contact with children, smiling at the audience, and pausing before speaking, may make children more likely to respond to the video, but not effectively learn from the video. There is some evidence that children learn more from screen time that is truly interactive and responsive, such as FaceTime or video chat. So based on this research, parents may assume that young children will be easily tricked into thinking that an interactive video like Miss Rachel is the same as FaceTime. However, young children are actually very sensitive to how responsive and interactive a video is, and even three-month-old infants can tell when there is even a one-second delay in responding. In addition, more recent research suggests that there may even be a subtle video deficit with video chat or FaceTime. One study involving 13... 30-month-olds, found no evidence for word learning when a researcher used a very similar approach to Miss Rachel, like singing songs, asking questions, and pausing for response. The video deficit was even present when the researcher was on video chat and thus being more responsive to the toddler than any TV show could be. The toddlers only learned when their parents modeled how to respond to the video. So this research also suggests that you should FaceTime or Zoom with your toddler to help them understand even this more interactive screen time. Another reason that parents believe that Miss Rachel is a higher quality show is because of the slower pace of her show. Yet the research is mixed as to whether the pace of a television show really matters. More recent research involving preschoolers about three to four years old finds no impact of fast-paced shows on children's ability to concentrate or learn from the show or executive functioning. So why does it seem like children have learned from these shows like Miss Rachel or other educational shows? Of course, it is possible that your child has learned new words from Miss Rachel. Research is always imperfect, and even in the best case scenario, usually only tells us what we can expect for the average child. However, it is also very common for infants and toddlers to experience leaps or growth spurts in language development, 
when they seem to learn a lot of words at once. These growth spurts or leaps could just coincide with starting to watch a show such as Miss Rachel. Therefore, your child may be experiencing a growth spurt in language that is unrelated to screen time. In addition, research suggests that even if children seem to learn a word from a TV show, they are less likely to generalize it to a different situation. So in other words, just because your child is repeating the words they hear on TV shows, it doesn't mean that they will be able to use that word to communicate in different situations. So we all live in the real world and occasionally need to use baby media. So is there anything parents can do to enhance learning? What may matter more than anything for young children may be what parents are doing while their children watch a screen. First, parents can talk to their child while they are watching, ask questions, label items, and have back and forth conversations about what they see. Research finds that infants pay more attention to the screen when their parents use these strategies. Another strategy that can help children to overcome the video deficit is modeling responses to the person on screen. As research suggests that when parents model how to respond, 30-month-olds can learn words from the video. So for example, if Miss Rachel asks a question, respond to it yourself, or when she says clap, then model clapping. However, it is important to remember that simply watching with your child may not be enough to overcome the video deficit. Rather, parents may need to engage in active teaching to help children overcome it. Research finds that infants and toddlers may only learn words when their parents are actively focused on frequent teaching opportunities during viewing. Of course, this is not a perfect solution, and infants will likely learn more from real-life interactions. Also, as parents, we often use screens at times when we need our children to be occupied so that we can do an important task or simply take a break. Therefore, actively teaching during screen time may not always be possible. So what is the overall translation here? Most parents occasionally use baby media, and there is no reason to feel guilty about its occasional use. We have no evidence that occasional use of baby media has any negative effects on your child's brain development. The real problem with baby media is not its occasional use, but when it is marketed as a method for promoting development when we have evidence that babies and toddlers do not learn from video. For example, Miss Rachel suggesting on the Today Show that her show may help a child with a language delay is a serious cause for concern since parents may choose the easier route of turning on her show over the approaches that are actually effective for addressing a language delay, such as speech language therapy. If you need your infant or toddler to be safe and occupied for a few minutes, such as while you take care of another child or make dinner, Miss Rachel and other baby media might be a good choice for you. I personally remember turning on little baby bum for my children in the car when they were screaming their heads off and I was worried I would get into an accident when trying to sue them. However, it's important to keep in mind that Miss Rachel and other baby media is unlikely to advance your child's language or other development in any way. In other words, there's nothing wrong with parents seeking occasional distraction or entertainment for their infants, but parents should not view television shows as ways to improve language or teach children new skills. If you are concerned about your child's language development, seek out local early intervention services or speech language pathologists. These providers should be able to provide an evaluation to determine whether your child's speech is actually delayed and if needed, evidence-based services to improve your child's language. Thank you so much for listening to the Parenting Translator newsletter. Please tune in next week for more research back tips for parents.
Parenting Translator is a nonprofit organization, so all of these podcasts and the information they provide are given to you for free. If you would like to support our work, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review it. Thank you so much.